0: Welcome to Day 130 of Shaped by the Word, Season 2, The Drama of Scripture. I'm Paul Kemp, here with Katie Kresge, Matt Kresge, and with Cindy Kemp uh, as we continue our journey through the book of Ruth. And uh, Ruth is kind of a refreshing book as you see vulnerability and kindness you know, exercised after coming through the book of Judges where you see a lot of hard-heartedness and a lot of rebellion and a lot of people bargaining with God, using God to get them out of dire circumstances, forgetting God when they find themselves in a time of prosperity. And, And, of course, this is a book born out of, you know, dire circumstances. Naomi has lost not only her husband, but her two sons, and she's returned to the land of Israel in a very vulnerable position, but in an even more vulnerable position is her Moabite daughter-in-law, who's acted in great kindness, a great personal risk to herself, in order to uh, care for uh, Naomi, who she's promised she'll never leave and never forsake, which is uh, the promise, of you know, course, the Lord gives us in the Great Commission not even to the end of this age. Mm-hmm. And so we pick up our reading in uh, Ruth chapter 3. But as always, before we read, we pause to remember that we're not just simply reading a story or enjoying Scripture or building you know, our, our theology. Uh, we're reading relationally in order to know and understand who this God is, to see how He has portrayed Himself in Scripture and how He calls us to faithfulness with him so before we read we offer ourselves and we offer the moment to the Lord for him to reveal his heart and character and to do his work in us to uh, indeed shape us by the word so Katie you mind lifting us up uh-huh. before we start
1: father thank you thank you for um, who you are thank you that we can come to you um, and come to your word and find you in it um, would you use um, this time together? Would you meet with us? And um, we know that your word does not return void, but that you use it um, to accomplish your purposes in us and in this world that you've created. So um, would you do so in us today as your people, as we read um, this this beautiful story um, that really happened and, and see your hand through it all? It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.
0: One day, Ruth's mother-in-law, Ruth chapter 3, one day, Ruth's mother-in-law, Naomi, said to her, my daughter, I must find a home for you where you'll be well provided for. Now, Boaz, with whose women you have worked as a relative of ours, tonight he'll be winnowing barley on the threshing floor. Wash, put on perfume, and get dressed in your best clothes. Then go down to the threshing floor, but don't let him know you're there until he has finished eating and drinking when he lies down note the place where he is lying then go and uncover his feet and lie down he will tell you what to do we'll do whatever you say ruth answered so she went down to the threshing floor and did everything her mother-in-law told her to do when boaz had finished eating and drinking and was in good spirits he went over to lie down at the far end of the grain pile ruth approached quietly uncovered his feet and lay down in the middle of the night something startled the man he turned and there was a woman lying at his feet who are you he asked I'm your servant, Ruth, she said. Spread the corner of your garment over me, since you are a guardian redeemer of our family. Lord bless you, my daughter, he replied. This kindness is greater than that which you showed earlier. You've not run after younger men, rather rich or poor. And now, my daughter, don't be afraid. I will do for you all that you ask. All the people in my town will know know that you are a woman of noble character. Although it is true that I'm a guardian redeemer of our family, there is another who is more closely related than I. Stay here for the night, and in the morning, if he wants to do his duty as your guardian redeemer good, let him redeem you. But if he is not willing, as surely as the Lord lives, I will do it, lie here until morning. So she laid his feet until morning, but got up before anyone uh, could be recognized and said, No one must know that a woman came to the threshing floor. He also said, Bring me the shawl you were wearing and hold it out. When she did so, he poured in it six measures of barley and placed the bundle on her. Then he went back to town. When Ruth came to her mother-in-law, Naomi asked, How did it go, my daughter? Then she told her everything Boaz had done for her and added, He gave me these six measures of barley, saying, Don't go back to your mother-in-law empty-handed. Then Naomi said, Wait, my daughter, until you find out what happens, for the man will not rest until the matter is settled today. Uh, Ruth is taking a huge risk here and of course this is not uh, how we recommend that um, any young lady show her interest in any <laughs> any young man uh, but she is not a, a woman of standing and she does not have any way you know to really approach him other than a very you know risky approach you know as she goes and as she lays down and of course he's in a very vulnerable position here and of course he recognizes her as a woman of honor and he of course is a man of honor and treats her you know with incredible dignity uh in the process of you know fulfilling his commitment to her there's a small kind of hitch in the story here he's although he is a kinsman redeemer or a guardian redeemer he is not the kinsman redeemer or the guardian redeemer and so there is another one who is in line uh you know to a to rescue to redeem and to uh, bring you know Ruth into uh, his home so we have a little tension you know, story as well
2: yeah I I love the the dynamic you know we, we've mentioned this just kind of Gods sovereign hand over um, all of this so far but even Naomi when we meet her she's so bitter and, and she's lost her son she's that I went away full but I've come back empty and, and you know as the story's progressed, we've seen her relationship with Ruth uh, flourish a little bit, or, or maybe even just we've got to see Naomi's heart soften a little bit. But now, where Ruth comes back with Naomi saying, "I must care for you," Naomi now turns to Ruth and says, "Now I must care for you." And so we're watching kind of this bitterness lift a little bit, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and Naomi saying to Ruth, "My daughter, I must find a home for you. Will you be well provided for?" And and of course, we, you know the story plays out, but. I love seeing just God's sovereign hand in this and and His care, you know, for for each of these um, people. Right, and
0: and it's one thing, you know, to uh, find provision in a field in the middle of, you know, the barley harvest. But it's another thing after the harvest is over. You have long seasons, you know, of leanness as well. And, of course, a man... You know, like Boaz has great, you know, stores of grain, Mm -hmm. uh, but a woman, you know, like Ruth has only the handfuls of grain. And even though she brought home thirty pounds, by the time you make that into bread, you know that is not a you know substantial amount, you know, of of, of provision. provisions. So the provision is running out, and you Naomi you sees it, Mm -hmm. and she sees her ultimate provision is in the care of another
1: so i mean culturally you've already mentioned that this is not something that we do today so there's going to be a lot of us including me who are still unsure about what the symbolism is here that or what's taking place when she takes off his shoes and lays at his feet and then when um she covers up with the corner of his garment so are there any um questions any of those questions that y'all could answer possibly with-
0: Well, this is, you know, this is not, of course, a a biblically defined, you know, tradition, so it's a cultural tradition. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what you have is you have a woman of extraordinarily low standing. She's not only impoverished, but she's also a a foreigner, and she is, you know, there's no source of protection. And so she is indeed giving herself to him for him to do with her as he pleases. Uh, so the position of being at his feet, in his bed, under his covering. Mm-hmm. So in one sense, she's saying, "I, I give myself to you." But he could have, he could have taken advantage of the moment and then just simply, you know, sent her away. I mean, it is a very, very vulnerable place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he recognizes in her a woman of, of great worth and noble dignity, and he treats her that way. And that's. That's remarkable. But she is saying to him, I, I am yours if you will. And then from there, whatever, this is intensely, you know, vulnerable. Mm-hmm. But you have, uh, you have a man of great dignity responding, mm-hmm. you know, not in any way taking advantage of the moment and, and taking her in to be her guardian not to be her exploiter so it's 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 a tense even even though
1: he could have probably do you think he could have probably said um i am a kinsman redeemer of your family i will i'm just going to go ahead and do it like like the fact that he showed not only showed self-control in that moment with her but also showed self-control in that he went and and talk to that other mm-hmm. kinsman redeemer first. I mean, there's just so much happening here. No, that
0: there, there, there's a lot of dignity, of course. Yeah. You know, uh, mm-hmm. if if you've grown up in a small town, you know, like I did, yeah. uh, you, you recognize that none of these things would have, you know, none of these things would have, you know, gone unnoticed. unnoticed. So he yeah. he, mm-hmm. he probably could not have jumped ahead, yeah. and and there probably could have been, you know, a scandal, you know, that happened here. So you see Boaz, you know, acting above board in every, you know, mm-hmm. every possible. Way and of course, you know, I see something in this, you know, a little deeper than self-control. Mm-hmm. You know, not that he didn't exploit the moment, you know, for his gratification. I see in this moment a great deal of honor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not just you know, for the sake of, you know, for the sake of remaining pure. I'm not going to enter into this right. act, but I see in this woman a person of dignity mm-hmm. and honor. Who's entrusted herself to the Lord, and I'm going to treat her that way.
1: And a commi- so and a yeah. commitment on his on his part to the Lord to yeah. to be yeah. a man who follows after uh, the Lord definitely could have yeah. taken advantage of her
0: mm-hmm. in any way that he he, he wanted to.
2: Mm. Well, and you know commentators when they're kind of looking at this, they they I mean, there's opinions all across the board, right, as far as like what's happening here. But I mean, what's interesting is. You know, is he highlights her noble character in this mm-hmm. moment as well. So, mm-hmm. you're watching wh- whatever this means in this moment. Mm-hmm. You're watching mm-hmm. the the nobility and the character. No, she's yeah. You know, both of these people.
0: Yeah, she's put her reputation yeah. on 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 the line and mm-hmm. and and could lose it. He recognizes it and honors it. And of course, this is his way. And we, we said this is not the way we recommend you know that young <laughs> women show their interest you know in, in our, our our culture or even in this culture actually mm-hmm. uh you know uh toward a young man or, or an older man you know in, th- in this particular instance but we do recommend uh you know to our young men to see in women the dignity of someone who's come mm-hmm. built in the image of god and uh and has the dignity and honor that he has given them, you know, through creation and, of course, mm-hmm. in his redemption as well. Mm-hmm. And so that we are not exploitive of each other, but we see the dignity and honor mm-hmm. you know, of each other. So Boaz is, 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 is yeah, he's, he's a man of great character, but there, there's it goes beyond that.
1: Yeah. Well, and as as we've been talking about um, throughout this book, it Boaz is a picture of of Jesus. And, um, and so really just seeing how vulnerable she was before him, and it makes us think of how vulnerable we are before our great God, um, before our perfect and holy God, when we approach him and have nothing to offer, but filthy rags. And yet he has looked upon us with grace and love and compassion and, um, and has given us so much more than we deserve. And so I, you know, I, I don't think I've ever felt that kind of vulnerability from her before reading, you know, talking with you guys about it today, but just such a reminder of how vulnerable we are. And because of his grace, um, towards us, we can stand before him and we have been brought in, um, in, in, and so, wow! It makes me just so absolutely no, it, grateful.
0: It, it would be hard, mm-hmm. you know. Most commentators, you know, Matt has mentioned this. See the language here as euphemistic. In other words, it was uh, even more it appears very vulnerable in this passage. It was even more vulnerable in this passage. So let's us know.
2: Mm-hmm. I well. do,
1: I do love in also verse nine where we're talking about spreading the corner of your garment. Um, just the idea of a covering mm-hmm. and the garment, and the fact that you know she was asking for only the corner. I mean, I, I just I don't know if that even plays into this whole thing of there's the nation of Israel that deserved this covering, yet it was the Gentiles that were brought in. That you know here she is outside of the promise, yeah. but she you know she gets a corner no, of the covering. It, it, it
0: is hard to yeah the whole idea of covering is of yeah. course a, a, is, is a biblical theme because as mm-hmm. adam and eve become vulnerable exactly. for god mm-hmm. standing before him in their utter nakedness with yep. fig leaves mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. shame it that he provides covering for them yeah. and then of course the annual festival uh you know the day of atonement mm-hmm. you know in hebrew yom kippur the day of our covering right you know that our sins are covered by, so there is you know there is a beautiful picture of mm-hmm. you know of, of, of covering, mm-hmm. and, and of dignity, offered, mm-hmm. in, in the covering. It's just so beautiful. Mm-hmm.
2: You know I, I also love you know we're out of time, but just <laughs> Naomi continues to play. You, uh, you love it when it we're out of matter. time. It, yeah, actually,
0: <laughs> it never has mattered for matter? those of you that <laughs> listen to the podcast. How
2: can we be shaped by the word if we? That's right, right. You don't have time. But just how Naomi continues to play, kind of a front and center role in this narrative because it's really has moved to Ruth and Boaz and yet you get these kind of mentions over and over again that Naomi has not been forgotten she has continued to be cared for and even when Boaz sends Ruth back to Naomi Mm -hmm. you know he sends her back with all I mean an abundant six measures of barley but it says, don't go back to your mother-in-law empty-handed. Yeah, if and the six
0: measures were Ephesus, that's that's 180 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> She's a tough little
2: girl. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you know, but to carry all that back, and, mm-hmm. and we've watched, you know, again, Naomi, she said, I came back empty, and yet, uh, all mm-hmm. along the way, the Lord continues to provide right. for Naomi through Ruth and absolutely. Boaz. Absolutely. And we're right. going to see Naomi will make another appearance in chapter four.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It is a... Um, it, it is a incredible picture mm-hmm. of God's grace and of God's um, and, and very seldom do I do this when we've come to a sensitive moment you know, in the uh, uh, passage do so I ask Matt to close us in prayer but Matt I'm, I'm just going to ask you in this very sensitive <laughs> moment to close us in prayer appropriately
2: <laughs> I'll see what I can do <laughs> Father, we thank you that you are a God who provides, a God who cares. Um, we've seen it time and time again that you are a God who who sees us and knows us, who hears our cries, um, hears our pleas, knows what it's like to be us. And and Father, you um, consistently act um, in, in a way that that upholds your your glory and and is is good for us. And so, Father, we we thank you um, for your word. We thank. you. Thank you for the reminder um, of your your providence of your care, uh, Father. We we continue to to live in it and experience it um, today. Let everything that comes from your hand um, be received with with joy from us, and and when we respond, in um, and, and with with hearts that are full of gratitude, mm-hmm. um, Father, create that in us. It's in Christ, and we pray, Amen.